Hello. Hi. Another Film Critters Process is coming to you live from Ghost Planet. Ghost Planet. And we have a special guest today. It's me. It's Mia. Schwartz. Mia, Mia Schwartz. Schwartz. Uh, creator. Uh, uh, what do you want to, what do you want to plug here? Uh, professional lesbian. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's why I'm on this career episode. Career lesbian. Yeah. Career, yeah, career lesbian. Um, I made We Know the Devil and Heaven Will Be Mine, uh, their visual novels for lesbians. Uh, and other people, if you're nasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're nasty. If you're nasty. Hit up Steam if you're nasty. <laughs> um, and yeah, I am as always, Baru. And I am also as always, J Bear Hat. Uh, and we are here today to talk about uh, a film that we saw recently called The Favorite. Uh, That's The Favorite with a U. With a U. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify. Bitch. <laughs> that was, I was like, thoroughly chastised for trying to find it on Fandango. Oh, yeah. Like, I literally... It doesn't come up. They are... They push that you so hard. <laughs> the you who cost them, like, millions of dollars I, in marketing like, campaign money. It's all that. It's not ink. impossible. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. Um, the thing about how the Simpsons all have four fingers because it, like, literally saves so much money oh my for them God. to not have five. <laughs> um, so, yeah... Uh, what did, what did we think of a favorite? Uh, um, there's a, there's definitely a lot to dive into. Um, yes. I'm almost, I'm almost tempted to get the bad out of the way pri prior to the good. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I would say there's not very much bad about this movie. Um, I, I, I would say some of the stuff like with the queen's illnesses kind of became a little bit harder to watch toward the end. Uh, not, not in, I don't know, like in the sense that it's kind of the the sort of like gaze i guess on it there's a lot of stuff i i feel like the the film critters audience um is pretty like solid about compartmentalizing a lot of stuff but the the director lanfimos like his films in general are like very 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 dark um, yeah very like deals with a lot of very very difficult stuff and the three of us love evil. Yeah. <laughs> like we're able we're we're able to like find find that kind of thing cathartic. That's not gonna be for everybody. I feel like more more so than some of the other movies that uh have been processed on <laughs> film creators yes. processing. I think uh it might be good to start with like what you're like really getting into with this movie. So yeah. Um you've probably heard about it in some capacity about how it is in fact gay. Yeah, presentation. Mm -hmm. It's not subtext as I as I thought going in. Uh, there's but... a part halfway through the film where the queen just goes "fuck me" and yeah. she gets fucked. She sure does. Um... Uh, but it is not um, gay representation in the sense of like you're not. They're not getting any glad awards for this one. <laughs> not that yeah. that it's homophobic, but that it's like. It's it, a very particular type. It's of. a very it. This is if you want to watch just a movie about evil political lesbians. Yeah, like just playing with each other's emotions and just tormenting each other and cheating and fucking and mm -hmm. being like nasty to each other and then also like two of them being really strongly in love but like not enough so that it keeps their relationship together because they're both kind of nasty people. Yeah, uh, that's what this movie is. <laughs> Yeah, if you like, yeah, it's definitely not like I want, uh, I want to watch this movie and feel good, uh, 
because there's gay people in it having a good time. It's not for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they do They do not have a good time. <laughs> they have a very bad time. Yeah. Uh, and and not... it's like a severely like it's a very glib movie. <laughs> like it's very like it has like this just uh, like Lothi Most in general has like a very like incredibly dry, dark sense of humor where mm. like it just doesn't. There's no there's there's no aftercare. Like I was, it just <laughs> I, I was talking about it before. It's like when I first saw Dogtooth and people were described as a dark comedy. I was like, that's not a comedy. Yeah. And then I saw his other movies and I was like, oh, it is. He just has like the most like oh i want to make a movie that's as upsetting as possible but has the driest fucking sense of humor in the film it'd be like if hereditary like had the characters acting like they're on the office oh god <laughs> yeah i i i'm really interested in going back and revisiting uh dogtooth now that i've seen his other movies because after mm-hmm. watching the lobster just like his se- like his movies have like Monty Python pacing as far as like the jo- the jokes, but the jokes are also just like such a dick slap. Like they're so like I don't know. They're yeah. they're they're so bizarre and I yeah, I actually want to talk about how this movie um first of all the the wideness of this release and also how it was built. Um because so I've been a fan of his movies, um, but they're usually not really billed as comedies. Um they're kind of just billed normally as like Here's like a super alienating uh art movie with like a with like a wild premise um and all this stuff and like uh so actually when Jay was the one who told me about this movie that it was his um Jay was like oh it's a comedy um I was like really and so we watched the trailer and like the trailer like watching it I was just like these jokes are like not that funny in this trailer like they're not like i don't like i don't really understand and also it makes me like hearing that it's a comedy and seeing the quality of the jokes does not make me want to see it and i was like like this is such a horrible thing to think that i like usually don't but i was like the the fact that this is like there are like ads for this on like bravo uh, <laughs> and like it's like playing in like my hometown like mall theater and stuff like that and i was like like, kind of worried that it would, like, kind of, like, they would, like, file his teeth down a little bit. No, it's, compl- it's like, as alienating and strange and dry uh, as any of his other movies. It's just that, for some reason, it's being sold to normal people. Yeah. And it's almost, like, as, the like, least... like, a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, it is, like, it does have some, like, like very straightforward, very funny moments. And I, I had a moment, like, Barun, I just saw it in the theater... I had, I feel like the jokes that were like very obviously jokes, I heard our like packed theater of normal people laugh super, super hard at, I think because they were relieved that they could laugh at something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I somehow managed to see, cause I, it's probably my focus. I saw it on like Christmas day. So I <laughs> saw great. it with just like a room full of just like, oh, your aunt and uncle who don't have kids and dual income and love to support the arts are going to go and see this on Christmas day. So they, and even then, like, I could tell, like, they were just, like, uncomfortable. So they'd give the kind of, like, awkward, like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, definitely, like, definitely went and saw this not knowing what they were signing on for. Yeah. <laughs> the golf laugh. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that's quite a clever jest. <laughs> mm. Uh, Yeah. No, I, when I first saw the trailer for it, and I saw it before a movie, and I was like, huh, it's weird. There's, like, a lot of, like, kind of, like, you know, tame jokes. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the, 
I was like watching the channel. I was like, this directing is like really good. And then I saw his name and I was like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to see this. Whoever edited this trailer is is evil <laughs> because yeah. they are absolutely lying. The trailer about this is movie. more fun to watch after you've seen the movie because you realize that all of like there is like there is no joke in that movie that is not like a like completely earned from like watching it cumulatively and just like being along for this like weird tense like troubling ride but then also like just like none of the none of the scenes in the trailers are like really the jokes in the movie it's just like characters sincerely like there's moments where characters like sincerely have a fun time mm. like or like goof around or whatever and like it's really funny to see like the jokes that they put in there like how evil they are in the full picture of the movie <laughs> like this is the one in the trailer where she's like i heard them they're like mumbling they're saying it was like terrible and i specifically heard someone say fat and she goes like no one but me would dare and i did not and it's like in the trailer that's the like do 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 like the Tina Fey Amy Poehler like gag bit and then yeah. like in yeah. the movie it's just it's like oh that's this is just part so of that's her, just like, your relationship yeah, yeah like, that's, that's so that's not like their dynamic yeah. like it's not cute <laughs> it's not cute she's yeah. actually like kind of an asshole like unnecessarily to this person yeah exactly like that's the other thing also a lot of the jokes in the trailer and like this is actually to go back to the the point that Baru brought up right at the beginning is that like a lot of the jokes in the trailer are like kind of at the queen's expense because um and this is like definitely one of the things that's a little more contemptuous about the movie although it kind of it kind of skirts a line um back and forth with the queen character but they do kind of do a thing where she's like they make her kind of grotesque the film makes mm. her kind of grotesque and so yeah. like a lot of the jokes in it are like about her like you know like being being like heavier and being like kind of kind of sheltered and stunted and like also like this isn't really in the trailer but she like is a she is like a queen in the 18th fucking the 18th century right um, i don't know what time I, I think so i can look it up yeah yeah she's she's like a queen in the fucking olden times in bloodborne <laughs> land uh and, like she has a bunch of like royalty health problems yeah yeah she has like gout where yeah, and she needs like these horrendous. massages and it's oh my god she she will eat food and then just immediately vomit it she has a stroke near the end of the film she and they like don't explicitly say it but you can see from her face that she's had a stroke well yeah. there's there's this period in the movie where she's kind of like on this like depression binge like that that gets shown and her, it's... yeah she she kind of just declines emotionally i think probably as a result of the stuff that happens in this movie yeah definitely it's yeah, but like at, at the same time, uh, I don't know. It it it's very. This movie is very always sunny. I mean, like, which is hmm. a comparison, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just very. I all of all of the dynamics are really just super like that. Like, yeah. it, it's very Victorian Mean Girls, I guess. That's actually a really good point because I think there's a lot of always sunny episodes where like. They are, they cross paths, their fates cross paths with, like, a normal good person. Or, oh, like, yeah. just, like, a normal person who, like, doesn't deserve to deal with their shit. And, like, it's, like, it's, like, that one, it's, like, that stereotypical beat where it's, like, it is, like, the end of the episode reveals that everyone in the main cast of Always Sunny is, like, an evil, horrible person. Yeah. And that this person <laughs> just didn't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's really complicated with the queen, but I do feel like that's really apt because, like... 
it's like just it's, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Just the, like the top, like Emma Stone. I, it's Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Who's, yeah, her. God, she's okay. She's really good. She's, <sighs> she's really good, good in, in it. She's so good. So, I I do want to take. I do want to have like a little section in in our processing where we give a shout out to the boys. Yeah. The only uh this movie contains the only uh acceptable masculinities for 2019. <laughs> so, let's let's see if we can list them. There's uh man there's wig and mole. Yeah. Full face Fop. full face makeup. Nicholas Holt is amazing in this movie. Oh yeah. Nicholas amazing. Holt's character is unbelievable. Like a <laughs> like a scheming fop. Yeah. <laughs> who loves who loves gossip. With a drawn on mole uh in a different part of his face in every scene that he's in. Yeah, he has like a amazing. hatchet man situation going on in one scene. Oh, it's so it's just so good. And then there's like a bimbo. A himbo. A himbo. Not yeah. to misgender him. Himbo. Um, <laughs> uh, Bimbo's gender neutral. Uh, That's true. Who's specifically more into someone the more they kick his ass. Yes. Uh, which is also shout out to the chaotic bisexual representation. The we were just talking last night about how uh, I I personally uh, don't love the phrase chaotic bisexual, but it is so earned. Uh, <laughs> because she's actually in the role just of like an Stone. agent of chaos in this movie. Like yeah. she just you. Don't know where she stands at any given point. Her main way of flirting with the male character is literally just beating him up and like just like punching him in the stomach, making fun of him, insulting him, and then saying, "Maybe I'll kiss you next time." Yes, I will. I will say that like the big the big scene where they're like they're like play fighting. That is like ten minutes. It's like the fight scene from They Live, but yeah. it's like it's like them flirting in a forest clearing, and it's like it's like very mutual and extremely funny. Yeah. Uh and it's it's great, and it's uh, so long. The boys, the boys. The boys. Uh, so yeah, Nicholas Holt's kind of like boy prime in this film. Uh, there's just like a whole court of like dandies who like argue with each other. Uh, there's a scene where where uh, Yargus's dad bod thing comes out again. And yeah. A, and a, laughing man will like cupping his dick yeah we talked briefly about this on our into the spider verse episode weirdly enough yeah just Uh, having fruit thrown at him while everyone is laughing and it goes on for like yeah he's also laughing like he's like having i don't know they don't explain like there's a lot of really funny scenes in this movie where they just cut to like a music like montage of just the complete like castle bullshit that they're doing for fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's like a duck, like an indoor duck race at the beginning of the movie oh, that they my just God, like don't yeah. like. It's just, it's just to like set the scene of like the fucking excess that they're like living in. But yeah, there's just a brief. It's funny because the women are like, like incredibly not objectified. I don't think you see like a single tit in that movie. I don't recall seeing a tit. Yeah, I but think... you do see like a fully naked, like cute, chubby boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the closest I can think of is like there's that scene when she wakes up at the at the brothel and there's just a dude railing a chick, like literally. But you like, just see his, up. you just see his like oh, yeah, pale you just ass. See his pale ass. Yeah, I, like, I was like, I was trying to remember if she was like nude or not in that scene. Like probably, but you don't see shit. Like yeah. you just see like man ass. Yeah, Lanthimos. What's the deal? <laughs> you have a great gaze on men. You're married to a woman, I guess. I've been there. You do see Emma Stone's tit in the scene where she's cuddling with the queen. Okay. 
But that's like that's that but is that's a singular. You ex- don't even see both. You yeah, see, you there see is one. Yeah, there and is it's one extremely uneroticized <laughs> because it's just she's just sleeping <laughs> in bed. Imagine, and it's also like framed in a way where it's like, oh, this is also a scene of immense trauma for the other character. <laughs> yeah. I- imagine being like. Imagine that being like the the thing. It's just like, hey, if you fast forward to this part in the favorite, you can see Emma Stone's tit. Like one that. Hit, yeah. yeah. And then like in candlelight. <laughs> and then and then people have to watch the favorite for yet another reason. I think like I, I had a moment uh during the movie because I think you also see uh I was just thinking about like the like a wiki feed editor. Uh watching the the film the favorite so they can note like the one time you see emma stone's feet in that movie i <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i i i really love the context that we've like kind of dreamed up of the favorite being kind of like a jump scare property just <laughs> I, I don't know that what you were saying before about it being so like so advertised and so in front of everybody's mm-hmm. faces it's like who like do people like like I I'm so curious to hear like what normal people think of this movie? Yeah, like people who were tricked into seeing it thinking it was going to be a delightful like historical comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like delightful, specifically delightful. Yeah, like there's I I I was worried like seeing that we were going to have a packed theater as soon as I like realized that they were like actually giving a lot of humanity to the queen and like adding a lot of like shocking like tenderness to her relationship with Rachel Weisz. Um, like, because it's actually, like, they really build, they do build the queen out, and they do build the relationship out, and it's, like, very, very, it's, it's very, very dense, um, and sweet, and I was, like, oh, man, I actually don't want to hear these normal people who, like, laughed at, like, characters falling over in trailers for, like, yeah, Snow Dogs 2 or whatever. <laughs> um, like, I don't want to hear them laugh at the queen, I don't want to hear them, like, laugh at the fact that they have like a sexual relationship uh because i do get the idea that for some for some like the the fact that uh she's in a sexual relationship uh with these characters like is for a certain type of audience like a gross out thing yeah um but like they were well behaved they were like the normal people in our audience were like scared to laugh (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like great so we can just so i can just enjoy this for everything that it means to me and also again holy shit what do people that aren't us like what do they get out of this movie i feel the same way about killing eve like cool (laughs) like fun time do normal people, can you metabolize anything that you're being shown? Especially because, like, even yeah. just, like, the framing in the film, like, the last shot, that last shot is so good, where it's, like, mm. their faces overlapping, and then just, like, increasingly overlapping just bunnies until bunny, they're yeah. just, like... And I'm, like, how do normal people who went and saw this thinking it was going to be, like, Monster-in-Law 2 are, yeah. like, how, oh do, how do they see that? And, like, why does the movie look like this? I- I kind of wonder, like, we have this thing that we talk about a lot where um, a, a lot of a lot of directors and writers in Hollywood will use kind of heterosexuality as like a, a sort of not not like a precedent, but just like shorthand. You know what I mean? Like, re- just like writing shorthand, like th- them kind of saying like, oh, these characters are heterosexual. And so you uh, as a heterosexual person have all of this context when uh, I kind of end up screaming at the screen, like not re- uh, sure, but no, but no, but sure, but no. Uh, and I kind of. Like, I don't know. I, I I do kind of wonder about the reverse, but I'm also just like, no, fuck you. Please just like, 
kind of like shoving people into the deep end on like insane media. Yeah. There is sort of like um there is like there is like a single branch that you can hang on to to no homo uh with this movie, which is that like since it's about this kind of power power struggle intrigue thing, there's like kind of there's like a vague implication that either just Emma Stone or both Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone are like romantically and sexually manipulating the queen to kind of gain the power that they want. Um, like there's not really it's Emma Stone is great because she manipulates you along with along yeah. with the characters <laughs> in that. And so it's like really hard to tell. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell how she actually sincerely feels about anything because she is like just so like singularly driven and will express any emotion that she needs to to any person to like get the outcome that she wants. Um, so I think, I think there is also, like, a sense of, like, oh, they're, like, playing this, like, they're, they're, like, they're, like, doing this, some fucking House of Cards shit over this, or what, I've never seen yeah. that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like that's the it's, kind of thing some House of Cards. Yeah, it's a fucking political yeah. intrigue that, like, there act, there is no actual sexual interest in here, it's yeah. just this. Yeah, I know, like, that was kind of, like, a thing that, when I walked out of the movie originally, I was, like, oh, I'm really worried that, like, that's kind of what they were getting out of Emma but the more I thought mm-hmm. about it, I'm, like, maybe it's because I'm actually, like, gay. But it's like, no, I could definitely see that it's a like, she saw that as her in because it's like, oh, I also fuck women. Yeah. Or I can do that. I saw, I saw her like, uh, so the, the scene, the scene where you realize that, um, Rachel Weiss and, um, and the queen's relationship is sexual. Emma Stone is like secretly there. Uh, and you like, you're basically like hearing them while watching Emma Stone react and it's just her doing like the she's like slightly horrified and does like the kind of the calculus woman thing for (laughs) for a really really long time where she's like oh man like i i kind of read that scene as her being like shit i have to fuck the queen yeah like (laughs) which is kind of unfortunate i um i I mean to me i also think it's like like her shock was more so just that the like inappropriateness of the relationship like that's true that it is it's very like, inappropriate it's not that they're lesbians but it's the fact that like oh this is a super like scandalous relationship mm-hmm. that is like super like risky both because of like not just because it's queer but because it's like that's like very inappropriate for like their political powers yeah. and positions mm-hmm. and then she covers up for them like immediately afterwards where she's like oh no they're they're, they're fine don't go in there <laughs> yeah yeah God, episode is fascinating. They're, every character is fucking fascinating in that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, they are awesome. I, I do want to give a shout out to the costuming uh, in this movie because there's there's a point in the movie where it's also, okay, I, I think maybe my personal favorite scene, and this is kind of spoiler, spoiler territory. We've actually, already spoiled so much of the movie. Yeah, we're spoiling this whole fucking movie. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so there, there, the scene where um, Emma Stone poisons uh, Rachel Weiss, uh, mm-hmm. and... It's that kind of lesbian movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, it'd really be that kind and, of lesbian movie. And, and Rachel Weiss just like takes a sip of it and looks at it and then downs the whole thing and then wordlessly stands up and walks outside and gets on her horse. God. And that scene is queen. so powerful. <laughs> her just immediately oh. being like, oh, you're trying to poison me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and she comes back and she has this like huge scar on her face. So there, there's like this kind of Rachel Wise arc of her like 
okay, there's there's these scenes where she's like shooting quail and she's in this like amazing like bloodborne outfit. Yeah. Uh and then she's like like all of her clothes are all tattered and ripped because she was like being dragged behind a horse for a really long time and, and she she's has covered this, in dirt. Yeah, she's covered in Blood. dirt and this enormous scar on her face and just like all of this shit. Uh and then and then there's like final arc uh Rachel Weiss with this like lacy sort of eye patch that's like covering an entire half of her face. Yeah, like the the queen is basically like like I your scare your face scares me. So she she proceeds to wear just this beautiful like scrap of lace diagonally across that side of her face and it is uh, so hot <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, the looks in this movie are incredible um and yeah i don't know i just wanted to shout that out <laughs> i speaking of like her art god like this was like one of those movies where just like by the end of the film i was just like god i want them all to be happy i want at least <laughs> one of them to be happy and i know where we're going is that none of them are happy yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like you really like you do like the the vagueness of of emma stone's like motivations and how she actually feels notwithstanding like it does like the the dynamic however complicated it is between the queen and rachel weiss like it's just it's there's a lot of tenor- tenderness there, and it's like really, really heartbreaking, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it. I feel like to me, it's like it has this sort of message of just this idea of like what can happen in that kind of relationship when like it stagnates to a point mm-hmm. where it's like she's just like yeah, like there's love and tenderness there, but she's essentially treating the queen as like a ward. Yeah, a lot of the times, mm-hmm. and not really respecting that like the queen is like your partner. Yeah, and is like is actual political power, and you're like kind of overstepping your bounds and that ends up being like her tragic mistake is she like oversteps her bounds and and underestimates the fact that like oh well she loves me like she'll never like do anything to like stop me oh god i'm thinking about those scene with the livers god that hurt my feelings god it's so (laughs) oh okay so like the scene um basically near the end of the movie like rachel weiss kind of realizes that she's losing to emma stone um and there's there's would you believe it? There's a bunch of political motivations in this movie that we haven't even talked about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this but... movie is like we're gonna talk a lot about it. This is such a dense movie that you could yeah. literally spend days talking about this film. It's very watchable. Uh, I was also extremely high, so I was just like, <laughs> "Hooray! I'm on a I'm on a lesbian dark ride right now." Uh, but like, oh god. Uh, so. That's the, that's actually the other thing that also complicates Rachel Weiss's uh motivations in that movie is that she has um she has some motivations for like how like this war is being handled and like where where funding yeah. is going and like and like stuff like that and she basically is like hey I need you to like do the things with the budget and the war that I say or I'm going to publish the love letters that you sent me. Yeah. Uh and then the queen is just like fuck you. Uh and then you see, like, you don't know if she decided to do it or not, but Rachel Weiss, it's just, she's just throwing the letters that she was blackmailing her with in the fire and, like, crying. And it's just like, oh, man. It's so rough. Oh, feels bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goes down rough. Yeah. <laughs> really crunchy. I also, this is, like, minor headcanon thing, because, like, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to come up in the film and it never explicitly did. I felt like, a small bit of her motivation with this ongoing war 
was trying to get her husband killed. You know what? Because it kept coming up. They're like, you're really risking your husband. And she's like, I'm willing to give anything for the future of France. And then Wink. it's like, oh, we won the war. Like, we, we won this battle. We're doing great. And she's like, oh, we got to go back out there again. Oh, man. Oh, we can't send reinforcements. Like, who knows if, like, they're going <laughs> to... Oh, man, my husband died in the war. I'm so heartbroken. I'll uh, never marry again. Yeah. <laughs> I just co- I just love him so much. <laughs> Couldn't eat another bite. That, that, <laughs> I am just so full on my I, love of I'm men. I'm so glad that ever people are just like, yeah, that had to be her motivation, right? It was like she was trying to get her husband killed in the war. Oh, I didn't, that didn't even occur to me. That's great. I was too busy shuffling the the slop in my mouth. It's a dense movie. (laughs) It's a dense movie of characters, motivations that are like shown, but never obliquely made explicit. So you're never quite sure. Like, you don't even really know if she even likes her, like if Emma Stone likes her husband. Like, you don't even know if she likes him. Oh my God. That is, (sighs) that is. Because their the, flirting is like the jerk off scene is yeah. so ah! much. It's so fucking that much. jerk off scene is peak Yargos. Like there's always a scene in a Yargos movie that's extremely him. God, in Killing of a Sacred Deer, it's Colin Farrell telling his son, trying to get his son to walk by telling him a story about how he jerked his own dad off in his oh, sleep. Oh God! Oh. And in this movie, it's Emma Stone trying to shut her husband up by giving him the like. Most pathetic hand job while she stares into middle distance, openly is... <laughs> contemplating what her next move should be now that she's poisoned Rachel Weiss. Yeah, it's literally yeah, you just hear you just hear like hand job foley uh and her husband uh but while she's like while she's just monologuing and it's just like it's just like zoomed in on her like face. It's so good it's also their wedding night yeah yeah <laughs> and he's like he's like literally t- complaining about how much his dick hurts because of how well, horny okay he is. that scene is so fucking funny so they get like they get like rush married while Ra- while rachel rachel weiss is gone um because like emma stone's motivation is because she used to be a lady and her like family fell on hard times or something and so she, it's her like doing whatever she can to climb back up to that status um which is another thing, like her motivation for that for that guy. She seems a little interested in it, in him sincerely because he is very cute. Um, but it is also like, oh, I'll become a I'll become a lady again if I marry him. Uh, so the scene like starts out. She's in her she's in her chambers uh, talking with Nicholas Holt, and then it pans over to the husband who you had no idea was there with a boner, yeah. uh, <laughs> just just yelling very petulantly, like, it is my wedding night, and I am hard as a rock. And she's like, fucking fine. Like, <laughs> Great. He is such a good prop in that even, movie. Even <laughs> just, like, the, the beautiful Oscar-worthy performance of when he's done, just the way she flicks her hand, just, like, just oh, to get it off. God. like. And to punctuate the last line of her like monologue, that she should get an Oscar for that. Yeah. There is like this there is like this way, I will say, uh they don't like it's a this movie again, it's it's really rough. Uh I think the way we talked about it earlier, uh you're you're probably gonna know uh if you're somehow listening to this, even though it's clearly going to have major spoiler warnings over this podcast, <laughs> like if you weren't turned off at the pass, like there is some kind of glib discussion of sexual assault in the way that they're just like kind of like they don't like do it in a super horrible way but they kind of do some stuff with emma stone's character where it's like she is a she is a woman who fell on hard times in this period so she like has clearly been through a lot of like 
horrible bullshit, but she has this, like, incredibly, like, business-as-usual attitude about it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, like, the scene when she talks about, like, being, like, sold off to someone when she was, like, 16, and, like, the way she talks about it yeah. is very just, like, like obviously, like, tra- traumatic, but also just, like, eh, she was, like, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, like, she has this very, like, clearly, clearly hard-won, like, attitude about it, where she's just, like, she is just, like, a missile shooting in a direction, and, like, she just, like, she just, like, fights shit off at the, at the pass, and, like, it's, it's a very interesting aspect of her character that might also be hard for some people to watch, um, Mm -hmm. but it might be, like, cathartic for other people, um, for, like, the way that, the way that she treats her own, her own, like, survivorhood. Yeah, Um, yeah, I... It was like where like I really liked it. The jokes never felt like uh like they never felt like rape jokes. Like yeah, they, like yeah, the, yeah. They always felt like sort of just like her joking about some shit that she's been through. some horrible a, shit that yeah. she's been through, but which is like really that, like, relatable. Yeah, in a, in a way that like is like no, this is like how people I know like other survivors and stuff I know have like talked about like these kinds of things. It's just like sometimes it's just in a glib way where it's just like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is really yeah. That was a really good character touch. Um, even, even, like it's 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 glib, but I, I yeah, it was effective. It, and it also fits in with like Yargos's stuff is that like he has a very dry, very like you said, Monty Python sense of humor, and not in a like that means he'll offend everyone, but in a like way where it's like he tur- everything, all of his movies touch upon really heavy topics, and he handles them all in a way that is both a balance of like very fairly and very like intensely yes. and also very glibly mm-hmm. where like textually or, like in just the plain text of it the characters will discuss things that are like pretty upsetting or dark and very like jokey manners mm-hmm. almost but like the the reason they're present in the text has extreme amount of weight and always feels like it has an extreme amount of thought put in yeah it. he's definitely yeah. like when he goes into this kind of thing in his movies it's very much like to learn about the character that like that is going through that moment uh and whenever there's like whenever it's like a joke it's like the joke is based on like their their reaction and not like the fact of it yeah yeah he adds so much weight to like the perspectives of the different characters that like the jokes are the jokes are really contingent on like them having such a sway uh, and and them occupying so much space in the narrative that it just doesn't it it never really it never really feels like the characters are being it like very scarcely feels like the characters are being like you know sort of obtusely made fun of in a way um, that like kind of runs across his movies. He does kind of have a lack of like a lack of like I don't know. Um... He he's a little bit less tactful. <laughs> He just kind of he's he's just kind of at any moment throwing a dodgeball at you and expecting you to catch it without telling you. Yeah, that <laughs> that's kind of his that's kind of his style. Yeah, I mean, Dogtooth has like that one scene with the VHS tape. Oh fuck, I forget that. That scene like literally feels like it comes out of fucking nowhere and just punches you in the gut. It's like, hey, you yeah. join my movie? His, his movies are <laughs> hey, definitely... you like the... hey, hey, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting? Oh, yeah, it's definitely the sibling experience of just like the fake punch to like try to get you to jump. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> fake that, punch for, that try... for two hours. The fake punch of trying to get you to jump and then twice for jumping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the Argus's movies. <laughs> yeah, there's at least. 
there's three scenes of women vomiting on screen yeah, in this movie. There's Two a lot of, of them are into uh, very beautiful, expensive burns, which uh, I have like a severe vomit phobia, uh, but I do appreciate that touch it, of the urn. It, it's it's crucial. If if it's a fact that you can tell to a very specific genre of person, and they'll be like there. Yeah. Like and 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 I am I am of that ilk. Uh, <laughs> we were talking it's... about um, Todd Haynes's use of on-screen women vomiting because uh, we we just watched Safe recently. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, you've seen Carol. You haven't seen Carol. I haven't seen Carol. Yet. Okay, but you've seen Carol. I haven't. You haven't seen Carol. I haven't seen Carol. Okay, well. Uh, the education you expect yes we're gonna watch carol um carol but like you when you think of carol you expect like a very dignified oscar bait gay movie that's very romantic and it like generally is that but i was like (laughs) very endeared by the singular touch of like rooney mara's character stress vomiting uh on screen completely in that otherwise like very scene chewy like very romantic sweeping like gay love story uh it's a really really funny touch <laughs> that's bravery that's 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 filmmaking bravery yeah uh well so is there anything else you want to talk about this film the favorite i feel like there's just like endless things that is, there's a kind of yeah it's, we can, it's how, a, what are we at we're at uh 38 39 yeah, we minutes should, we can wrap it up so <laughs> we, uh we do a thing at the end of every episode where mm-hmm. it's uh we 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 assigned the ticket price usually like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, what are you glad you didn't spend it on, and what do you wish you would have spent it on instead of seeing the favorite? And that's that's how we rank movies instead of. Oh man, I'll go last. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm glad I spent it on this, and uh, what what else? What I are... I'm a little bit. Um, I I maybe would have spent the ticket price on like a sash covering half of my face diagonally, <laughs> uh, or or just like some really couture, like Victorian coats, you know? Yeah, no, I Goodwill or wherever. I feel like if I could have gotten like a really gaudy piece of gold jewelry, <laughs> that might have decor- presented more value to me than the favorite. Or a decorative vase to use as a prop in a video where we smash it. <laughs> or to or to. Or to, vomit. Vomit. or to vomit into you and then oh, smash it. Oh, God. I just, the color, the color of the... The color of the vomit? The cake vomit. <laughs> the, the, it's really the, the the defining shot of the film is her vomit-speckled face. It's really uh, the... It's, the it's like Robin's egg blue. Yeah. Because she's eating, like, there's a thing they set up. Um, God, having a fucking vomit phobia makes you, like so aware of when they are telegraphing a scene where you see someone puke like 20 <laughs> minutes later. Uh, but they basically set up like uh, Emma Stone's character brings uh, Rachel Weisz and the Queen hot chocolate. And Rachel Weisz is like, you're not having that, Queen. Uh, <laughs> you're canceled, sis. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, you're not having that. It's going to make your, it's going to make your stomach horrible. You're like, uh, or have it and like get the mob for later or whatever. And I'm like, great. Okay. Uh, and then there's like a scene where she's like the queen is alone in her room having to make like an important decision and you see that she just has an entire beautiful like three-tiered like robin's egg blue cake that she's uh, like that she's pawing with into her, her hands, hands. Uh, and then of course like this scene is a million years long of her like like basically a servant like 
like is psych psychically able to understand that she's gonna barf and brings her this like beautiful silver urn. Um, <laughs> and oh, it's just all over her face. God, the things I do for love. Um, <laughs> and the... and and she takes another bite of the cake right after. Yeah, which it's... is just a See, horrible. That touch. shit, the shit that they do with that, I like. It's like character work in the sense that you see like how like not it's i it's hard for me i can see what they're doing with her character it's hard for me to separate it from the contempt for like her like body yeah you know what i mean and stuff like that um it's, but also it's... i i like to do i like to do a thing um the oscars are bullshit but i love to have parties um and i like to do a thing where i like cook cook the food that is like featured in in like a lot of the movies that are up if i like the movie um but i don't think i i for a brief second i was like maybe i'll make the cake no no i can't <laughs> or i can't do it you i can't cross do this it. over with also with the gay vomit representation and make vomit cake no yeah <laughs> hey everybody don't invite demons into the podcast go on youtube and look up vomit don't cake. do that uh <laughs> it's a really fun watch uh that, bring the that, family yeah it's a fun watch that my roommates love to just put on the Chromecast. Yeah. <laughs> Do they ever just like put it on randomly? No, but I, I would. Gonna, I... If I lived here, I would move out. <laughs> <laughs> if you needed me to move out of Ghost Planet, that's how you would that do is it. How... I haven't seen it yet. How uh, is it? Scale. Oh, I refuse would... to watch it. Every time they put it on, I what would you rather right. buy with the price of admission to Vomit Cake? Uh, a gun to shoot myself with. <laughs> <laughs> One session of online therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, is that also your answer for the favorite one? <laughs> Some therapy. Damn. I <laughs> guess. I fucking guess so. Uh, and then I'm glad I didn't spend this on, um, Safeway cake. A really whack, like, Victorian wooden dildo. <laughs> God, I was gonna say that. <laughs> from, from an antique store. From an antique store. A Robin's Egg Blue uh, <laughs> jelly dildo from Amazon that gives you an STI immediately. Or not an STI, a uh, UTI. A chemical burn. <laughs> a chemical burn. <laughs> okay, <do> <laughs> um, Did I ever... This, hey, you know, a I'm yeast gonna, infection. I'm going to put the story just in here. There's like, the time I bought a, a, a knockoff Hitachi off of Groupon. And then after bought it... And it set fire to your house? No. And then after I bought it, I looked up the reviews for it. And multiple reviews were just like, set my boyfriend on fire. <laughs> What? So, so five stars. Yeah. <laughs> like it would shoot sparks out. Like every Working like, third, as intended. Like, every third one would shoot sparks out when it was being used. And someone was like, yeah, it just like lit my boyfriend's pubes on fire. Or like, yeah, it <laughs> That's just like, like a free my drag king routine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's we're saving somebody five fifteen dollars. So you know, actually, I just answered answer that. I'm glad I uh, spent the money on this and not another Groupon vibrator. <laughs> a Groupon vibrator with a hand crank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Okay. Should have been, there should have been like a hand crank vibrator in that movie. Yeah. See, that would be, there, there that would be too, no, that would have been like too, too funny. Uh, yeah, straight people would get the jokes. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Cut it out. Yeah, it was in no. the first draft. No, they have out. to like they have to they have to sit through uh, the like when we say sex scene, like you don't really see anything. Um, but but they they have to, they have to sit through. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they have to sit through it. And th- I'm just big shout out to the fucking 
the fucking straight people in our like packed audience who uh yeah like i'm so glad that i did not have to have any type of feeling about that other than other than feeling like uh they're their like terror at laughing at the wrong thing uh, <laughs> made me feel like they had made space for me, and so <laughs> I did. Um, I did. I probably shouldn't have raised my fist in the air uh, when uh, Olivia Coleman and Emma Stone ride off on a horse, and Olivia Coleman shouts to Rachel Weisz, "I like it when she puts her tongue in me." Yeah, <laughs> you know, gay rights. Live your truth. Gay God, no, that scene is so... Ugh. Yeah, like, I think... I love it because the way it's framed, too, also makes it clear that, like, oh, this was framed earlier as, like, a big secret, but it's, like, just not. <laughs> like, very yeah. clearly, there's, like, people around her just know that this is going on and just, like, can't do anything about it. Oh, my God. There actually is... Uh... <laughs> Cut me off if you don't want want us to go in one last tangent. Um, But... There was actually one last thing that I found really interesting oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. about the movie, which is um the the queen's like authority and the like the appearance the like appearance of her power and how like there's all these scenes where basically like like Rachel Weiss and then later Emma Stone, like they like they kind of just they get comfortable like they just kind of treat the queen however they want, uh, that they think that they can get away with. Uh and then there's a few like Basically, the queen will like she'll like throw tantrums and she'll be like and she'll be like you're not allowed in here. I'm giving you back the. There's literally fucking lesbians. There's a scene where Rachel Weiss has to give back the ornate key to Olivia Coleman's bedroom. Um, <laughs> wow, that shit is the same since the 18th century. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like you back that. Yeah, ye old ye haul. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god i hope you die yeah, i hope we both die <laughs> um but yeah there's a lot i, w- I was really interested it's really interesting because you like there's a few there's a few scenes where olivia like she does like she does like throw her weight around when when you're like not expecting it with them like especially especially towards the end where she's like having to like she's like really being torn between them and like being like really heartbroken yeah um, that I thought was a really interesting point. Uh, it's a good movie for a certain type of person. <laughs> Are you that type of person? Go to your local theater. And... Now that you've heard about the whole movie. Now that you've heard movie. about the whole movie, it's time to go watch Maybe it. Maybe we What's should. What's wild is even with how dense our, like, us discuss, like, how much we talked about this movie, there's a good, like, 80% of that movie we didn't even talk about. Yeah. There's so, so much happens much. in that fucking it's movie. It's really... I, I have to, like, watch it again and just, like... It's like an eight-part film. Like, it's... Yeah. It doesn't feel like parts. it at all, It doesn't though. feel like no, it. Like, yeah. it, feels like, it felt, like, 30 minutes long. <laughs> Which is, like, really funny because usually things where so much happens feel longer. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's it flies by. Weirdly. It's such a tightly... Maybe that's why he finally allowed his actors to emote, was he got good enough at making movies that he could just... I do love... I do love his fucking... His bullshit. No, <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. But that... they're very... It's to very, very good effect, and yeah. it's very important in this movie about emotional manipulation, basically. Yeah. No, it's, it's like... To be clear, that's not even like a dig against his like earlier films, because they work very specifically and for very specific reasons. It was just absolutely tonal whiplash to be like, here's a movie where people are going to emote, and god damn, are they going to emote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The, the fucking scene. I don't even remember what the context of it was, but the fucking scene where, like, 
Emma, Emma Stone like puts on a bunch of theatrics and is like crying really really hard and then gets what she wants and walks away and then just like stone faced. Like, <laughs> so good. Her, oh. her little like all of her little things in this movie are so great. There, she does this little scoff at one point. Oh, it's so it's good. So fucking good. Uh, yeah. Uh, but in summation, between this and The Handmaiden, I'm very excited for this new trend of insane uh, Victorian sort of era lesbian drama just like glib bodice rippers yeah forever a <laughs> uh, little a little lesser known one that came out a while back too that i saw uh lizzie borden oh fuck is let's little, watch that it's a lesbian yeah. movie uh starring christian stewart as the the as the idiot butch like maid to lizzie borden who lizzie borden's just like so real life yeah <laughs> Oh my god! All right, that sounds great. Christian Stewart basically plays a Shane type in that movie. Okay, yeah. Well, then, like, then we're watching yeah. it. Okay. Please. All right. Uh, uh, that concludes our, our film critters episode about the favorite. I'm Jay Bearhat. I'm Baru, and I'm Mia. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you so much for joining us, Mia Schwartz. Thanks for listening, person yeah. who knows all plot beats of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, find us on social media. Yeah. You'll Don't find we'll, me. We'll put it. We'll put it. You'll down figure it out. We'll Don't look for me. Out. I am gone. <laughs> um, Nina Schwartz is uh, at uh, Obama. Barack Obama. <laughs> you know, uh, and we'll have more things coming up on the Patreon uh, shortly in the pipeline, and like all sorts of exciting things going down. Our next episode is in the works. Blah 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 blah. We love you so much. Uh, we're Thank you. you for listening. Bye. Bye.